This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. We are recording the hafta today on the 25th of March, Thursday at 3:30 p.m. in the afternoon from Delhi. In the studio with me is Raman Kripal. Hi. Mehraj Lone. Hello. Jayashree joins us on the phone from Chennai. Hi. And Manisha is as you may have seen if you've been following our coverage traveling in Bengal. Uh, with Meghnad and Parikshit Ayan is in Assam Nidhi and Aditya are in Tamil Nadu no in Kerala in Kerala sorry and uh, in Tamil and Nadu we have in Tamil Nadu four three four reporters we have three or four reporters who we have engaged for the duration of the election to report so lots happening on news laundry on election coverage and this is only possible because so many of you have contributed to the NL Sena project this you know covering the election across four states and one union territory it costs us a reasonable amount of money in fact right now as we speak manisha meghnath and parikshit are driving through bengal someone uh, has given us the car and in fact it is a subscriber who has made that car available so thank you so much we will take your permission before we name you in case you don't want to be named but it is because of subscribers like you so many of you have offered and contributed in various ways and that is the future of news when it's a collaborative effort between those who consume the news and those who bring it to you keeping the sarkari ads and the private sector ads out of it this in my view and in our view is the future of journalism and thank you for making it happen thank you those of you who have contributed and those of you have who have not do consider contributing to our nl sena project and we are also just i think 3 and 1/2 lakh rupees short of uh, our nl sena project for our app development so do contribute to that too that was a long monologue in the beginning uh, and also in this podcast i will be manisha isn't with me but i'll be recording a separate 20 25 minute chunk with her uh, about what it's like covering the election on the ground in bengal but before we bring you all that here are the headlines which jeshri will tell you what happened in the week and what didn't yes so quite a bit happened this week uh, first up there was a ruckus in the bihar assembly as the opposition protested a bill that will empower police arrest without warrants The Mumbai anti-terrorism squad has said that suspended cop Sachin Waze was involved in businessman Mansuk Hiran's murder. The NIA has taken Waze into custody and has also slapped the UAPA against him. He's been accused of planting an explosive laden SUV near Mukesh Ambani's house. Arnab Goswami should be given 3 days notice before arrest. The Bombay High Court has told the Mumbai police a new double mutant variant of the coronavirus has been found in 18 states according to the center. So this is something we may have to worry about. The government has also said that from April 1st everyone above 845 years of age will be eligible for vaccination. State BJP president Dilip Ghosh has waded into a controversy when he said that Mamta Banerjee should wear Bermuda shorts instead of sarees if she wants to show off her injured leg. Then when he received widespread criticism he doubled down and defended his remark saying we expect her to act appropriately befitting Bengal's culture as our chief minister. A woman showing her leg in a saree is inappropriate. when he made it even worse in tamil nadu also there was an instance of someone saying something terrible anchor dindika lai leoni who is campaigning for a dmk candidate in coimbatore said women's hips are like a barrel since they are drinking milk from foreign cows i think he was trying to emphasize the need to drink milk from native cattle breeds oh he was saying that if you drink sanskari cows then you have trim and slim is that what he was saying he said that uh, people use milking machines for foreign cows and if they switch on the machine they'll drink like 40 liters of milk i think he actually said they'll become fat like a balloon and instead of a woman having a figure 8 
she'll now look like a barrel this the is full all, context of his remarks are much worse this is all making <laughs> perfect sense <laughs> okay. okay moving swiftly on he he also said that people women used to carry children on their hips but now they can't because they don't have hips so huh? they're that fat what exactly does he mean by hips i mean is he talking he about is that because if the curvature of the waist and the hips is such that it forms a comfortable seat for a toddler exactly but anyway i don't know the Wow, this guy is, <laughs> he should be made what's he should go to up what's he doing in your state president <laughs> huh please you send can, him you can take him we'll send him to you <laughs> okay wow uh, moving on uh, so uh, after all our discussion about mithun chakravarty he's now missing from the bjp's final list of candidates for the bengal poll uh, justice nv ramana is set to take over as the 48th chief justice of india india has abstained from a crucial vote on sri lanka's rights record at the united nations Uh, the Delhi High Court has issued notice to the government after the Quint filed a legal challenge to the government's new digital media laws rules. Sorry, not laws. Two nuns and their novices were heckled and forced to get off a train in Uttar Pradesh by members of the ABVP, who suspected them of conducting religious conversion. And that is the news for the week. And that the nun story, Raman sir, you're saying was left out curiously by several the Times news. of India. I mean, I get uh, the. the physical copy hmm. in noida hmm. i searched twice because they, they have so many news na in right. one page they have they have the most they have the most i mean so i had to very carefully go through maybe three lines somewhere they so i did it. not see that story and yesterday i think i saw it just on ndtv hmm. where uh, this uh, the india today i think was going gaga over sovendu uh, some hmm. some some story some kind of travelog with uh, suvendu hmm. but otherwise uh, i didn't see it on the tv also well these days a lot of stories mysteriously disappear so thank you first of all uh, those of you who did share last week's nuisance and a part of nuisance was manisha's interview with the lady who appeared in an ad about pradhan mantri awas yojana and the quote was attributed to her that she was a recipient of this yojana and had got a home and manisha found her interviewed her and she didn't have any home is yojana ke antar kar she actually lives much of her life on a footpath yeah so because she just has this one room and because she has a son and he has his wife because it's very small room she sleeps outside the that little room which is on the footpath and her picture was perhaps taken when she was working in one of those houses working you know she was a laborer there right so amit malviya the it cell or whatever he's the head of it for bjp because they have very accomplished people like they have the pick of the crop like the he is the bjp's troll in chief chief minister you know they i mean if you are to assume that the offices are given to the best and brightest of the bjp you make then you're not surprised at <laughs> the rest and then you cannot surprised at all at the followers either but uh, without being too snide towards those who may <laughs> like people like amit malviya and mr tirathya rawat of uttarakhand we'll talk about what he said as well who's got covid by the way right now that lady uh, that story was actually i mean we're going to be honest we it came to us but it came to us not before it came to everybody else it came to us after it had gone to all the big media and no one wanted to carry it not a single legacy media outfit in bengal or here wanted to carry a story that shows a woman in the prime minister's ad which basically she did not get no basically and, covering a story where the government is blatantly lying, lying blatantly the, exactly yeah. yeah it's blatantly lying using the 
PMs for so and that, using a poor woman to do that. So that gives you an idea of the level of media independence, freedom, public service, etc., etc., etc. If we still have to convince you while you should pay to keep news free, then probably I'll need to convince you that you should drink if you're dehydrated. So if instinctively that doesn't come to you, I guess I will just have to give up. So those of you who are listening to this for free and are in the position to pay, think about what your contribution towards the independence of news and indeed democracy will be if it continues to deteriorate and decay anymore. Those of you who are contributing, you guys are keeping journalism and democracy alive. So give yourselves a pat on the back. Now, Amit Malvi has said that this is very normal that a stock image is used. So clearly he's more of an advertising expert than I am, although I've made ads for <laughs> 10 years before. You can't use a stock image and attribute a quote to that person. And that stock image, if you've taken it, tell us, have you got it from Getty? Because Getty and all have very strict rules on where you can use it and what context you can use it. But then this is the world that anything, you can say any no, shit e Even if that lady had given permission to take her picture, to use it in the ad, but it's the still a lie. Yeah, it's the quote no, you no. Uh, She hasn't got the house. The woman is not able to recollect when was this picture taken. So she says in her interview that... It might have been taken when I was working in one of those projects. Okay, where I was working as a laborer and it might have been taken at that particular time. See, she said she cannot recall who took this picture. Yes. I also want to add one thing that uh, we first did a text story. After that, we tracked this woman. Basant wrote the text story. Yes. Basant coordinated with Manisha and Manisha, uh, you know, located this woman. And we did this story. And when this story went viral, hmm. then Astak yeah, jumped into the fray. Then the others also called us up to find out the address of... And then it's easy, no? On that note, those of you who listen to this on YouTube or you listen to Chota Hafta, you can listen to the full unedited hafta by being a subscriber and paying to keep news free. I think what democracy means is changing just like what secularism means is changing. But do you think there is any chance of the bill in Delhi being taken back or the challenge of the Supreme Court working out? Let's start with Jayashree. What do you think? Can, can you think it be reversed? Because the bill does go against the judgment of the Supreme Court, which was a constitutional bench. No, I think, like I said last week also, I don't think, I mean, I think they will challenge it, but I don't see the government reversing it. And the, combining that with the Bihar Special Armed Police Bill, I think it's, I mean, the democratic process, I would imagine, is a great irritant to the BJP. I mean, they barely, to they tolerate it because they have to keep up some semblance of a democracy. You mentioned the voice votes that were used to pass it. Or they use the voice vote for the farm laws as well. So it's just as a token, it is being introduced for members to critique. But in theory, it is being passed already. And with the special, with the police bill, I think, I mean, as Meraj said, it, allow, it allows special police forces to arrest without a warrant, but it also allows so much more. I mean, you're allowed to arrest a person on the basis of suspecting that they might disrupt a state government function, or you suspect that they may attempt to conceal their presence during a function with the aim to create disorder. I mean, this is such vague phrasage. They also, you also aren't allowed to take this police force to court unless the government authorizes you to do so. I mean, the ruckus that we saw in assembly was extremely warranted. Of course, it took the form that we always see in India where people shouting, throwing things, then people coming in, water cannons. So it was in shambles, but this is what was expected. But at the end of the day, the government still got what it wanted. It can say that it 
tried to do democratic process, but that the opposition disrupted it. And it got its bill passed and will now go to the legislative. So the government's pretty much won in this entire thing. But this uh, Delhi thing is like a perfect example of what this country has lost over the last six, seven years. And I'm not just talking about the BJP, they have come to power, the opposition, for example. If this was the Aam Admi Party of 2014-15, right now they would be raising hell. They would, they would be garrowing the parliament, mm. the prime minister's office. Last time something like this, I mean, something even less severe than this happened, they camped inside the lieutenant governor's office, slept there. Now they're basically like making statements. That is no incentive for the Modi government to do anything about it. Combativeness is gone. Exactly. And I think Aam Aadmi Party has not lost its combativeness. Hmm. They have become wiser. Now they know that how they should go about. I mean, see, they want to take away the agenda which uh, the BJP is setting, you know, for the rest of the country. So they are keeping that in mind. I think uh, on several bills which are going to come, and if the LG is going to sit, you will see Aam Aadmi Party sleeping right yes, outside strategic. the uh, LG. So they will strategically go for it. Uh, just reminding everybody, you can contribute to our NLC in our project for the assembly elections. We are still about 40% short, 35-40%. So do contribute and pay to keep news free. Go to newslaundry.com and click on the subscribe button. Or better still, click on the NLC in our button. Also, we have some very cool merch. Our mugs and our water bottles, those are ways that you can also contribute to News Laundry. You can gift them to other people. So Parambir is accusing their former, his former employer, uh, the state of Maharashtra, of trying to get stuff out. Uh, you know, 100 crore vase was being used for that. Meanwhile, some other cop has accused some other cop of something else. I think he's accused Parambir Singh, if I'm not wrong. No, no, no. Then some other suspended cop has accused someone else of something else. So it no, is a, apparently... At the center of the whole thing is apparently a poor cabbie in Usmanabad, hmm. who when we, our uh, colleague Prati called up, that, he broke down. He said, I have absolutely no idea what they are talking so about. What, I'm a cabbie. So, so, tell so they are saying cabbie. that How he is cabbie? orchestrating all these transfers. He's taking <laughs> money from this, giving to this guy. He says, what the hell? And if, I mean, that's the intelligence department report. Either, I mean, this guy is, like I said, the on the uh, I said on the mail to Pratik, either this guy is some kind of a, like a 007 agent who mm. is living a double life or they got the numbers or the phone numbers mixed up. Apparently his number was on surveillance, which means the whole intelligence department is like incompetent. That means they have been yeah. eavesdropping on a cab driver. Yeah, thinking that he's some high ranking. Yeah. While they were trying to figure out who is the mastermind behind. So this is worse than the Pink Panther. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is and which is really killing me, we still don't know the motive. We don't know why these things are happening. I mean, I'm talking of uh, basically that Ammani thing. Whatever Vase did. Why did he do it? Uh, why did he do it? We don't know. I mean, that is something which is everybody is trying to fix everybody. I mean, politically. This is precisely why I say the bureaucracy must be abolished in IPS, IAS, all of this. I mean, it's better to have a committed bureaucracy than this kind of nonsense. Yeah. You pretend that you are like neutral and then you do these kind of games mm. and ruin people's they are lives. They than committed. They are this guy committed. is accused of several murders. I mean, he killed a Muslim man back in 2003 in custody. Mm. His family is still waiting for justice. No, but I feel like in the middle of all these cops being transferred, allegations being made, uh, I think Devendra Fadnavis held that entire press conference where he said there's six GB worth of material to prove corruption in the police force and so on. In the middle of all that, the fact that the man that that man is dead, Mansukiran has been left quite far behind because we're so busy in trying to figure out who is accusing who of what. So unlike Mehra said, at the end of the day, it's that poor cabbie sitting in Osmanabad who drives passengers to Nagpur 
and I think he's named in that uh, report as having collected 30, 40 lakhs and having contacts with 29 very senior officers who, for whom he initiated transfers. And these are like IPS level officers. And the man is sitting and telling Pratik on the phone that he earns 8,000 rupees a day, a month. And that's his total earnings. So in the middle of all these drama, all this drama, we forget the people who are really affected. But I do want to say that I, and also I have a massive issue with this entire transfer business, because I think transferring is a very useful tool in the hands of a government. It's a great way to appear like you're doing something without actually doing anything. So for example, they transferred Parambi Singh over this Ambani car thing, and now he's gone to court. So you're attempting to push out inconvenient people, bring in others, but who at the end of all this is actually fixing the problem? It's no one. We're sort of moving further and further away from that. And I agree with Meraj that this entire colonial setup of our civil services is becoming a, an extreme burden on our entire country. It's incompetent, it's bureaucratic, it's corrupt. So how one would overhaul it, I don't know, but to continue the way we do is not an option. Oh, you know what I'll tell you uh, I'll tell you a bit about the places we went to and then I'll tell you like three four key themes that I felt uh, kept repeating through our travels so for now we've been to Havra, Kolkata, Barakpur, Bolpur, Bishnupur and Jhargram so roughly four districts we've covered and uh, one thing we noticed the most jarring thing for me was I expected uh, West Bengal to be a place where people talk a lot about politics and they really want to talk about what they feel what they think that's not the case. There are a lot of silent voters. A lot of people don't want to forget telling you who they want to vote for, but they don't even want to express whether they are angry with the current government, what the expectations from the next government is, what do they think of Mamda versus Modi. So a lot of voters we met just didn't want to give us an understanding of what, they, what they're thinking, which means that there's a lot of silent voters. And silent voters in West Bengal would, to my mind, would mean that they're not happy with TMC. Because in every little area or town or city, the TMC, uh, you know, the TMC booth workers, the TMC workers are really strong. And there are these local goons that operate. There's a lot of, there's also, this is a strange place because there's, you know, if you, there are cases where in a village, if you voted for a party other than TMC, you can be like, thrown out of the village um, wow okay you, you are told that you know uh, there are very clear instructions given to you that you must vote for the TMC because you're going to be living here and we are around and see what you want to do with that knowledge so mm. that kind of thing is very prevalent in the places that where we went and when people said Ki nahi bolna chate, it was very clear the sense that we got they said Bhoy hai, that we are scared mm. so you know that I think to me is very interesting that there's a fear of speaking out um, mm. because if they say something they may get attacked by TMC or they may get like you know some TMC worker may come to their house and, and especially this is in the Bishnu uh, the Bolpur area which is in Birbhum okay. where the TMC guys are really debunked it's really funny because the BJP guys we met I've been hanging a lot, lot with the BJP workers here and you feel really bad for them you know Why? because in the because see in 2018 Panchayat elections the district that I went to TMC didn't allow them to file nominations forget contesting Wow, okay. So, so TMC won the whole district. Like not a single nomination was allowed to be filed. So hmm. typically what they would do, they, they would go to the BDO office, the you know block development officers uh, space and 2,000, 3,000 men would just stand there. So if you're going to file in your nomination, they, they sort of just scare you out of it. Right. With the show of strength. Hmm. So, um, and you know, like these sad BJP workers were just telling us that we Learn, chodo jeetna to chodo hume learne to do types. So hmm. it's quite funny that way. Second thing I felt was that a lot of people, there's a lot of anger amongst uh, people for the corruption in TMC, the petty corruption. Now, Raman, I was having this conversation with Raman in the morning and he said it's everywhere in India. But to me, this seemed very perversive in the sense that 
suppose, um, so the two ways in which it operates is one is that a TMC worker will tell you that, look, uh, there's a government scheme, you want to avail it, avail it. And uh, so you'll get 25,000 in your account for your you know, daughter's marriage, I'll take 5,000. And you have to give 5,000. The other way it operates is then when money comes to your account directly, there are people in the bank already when you go there to, you know, withdraw your money, saying ki, cut money is a very popular thing, ki, cut money do. So if I have a house for 80,000, they'll ask for 20,000. So there's a lot of anger in people. Is there any um, indication or evidence that you find that this is institutionalized all the way to the top? Like, you know, um, like for example, Delhi, hmm. cops, you know, so, there was that that phase when they had stopped taking money. Panwala near our office had told us during that whole Jan Lokpal movement, Hafta had stopped. But cops take money. Now, depending on who you believe, some say that this is a thing that goes all the way, you know, to the leadership. And they have to, you know, everyone is given in their area a certain amount of money that they have to give. As Raman said, there are certain police stations that are auctioned. That, you know, the Sadar Bazaar is a very popular police station that if you get that police station as an SHO, you can, you know, make a lot of money. Or is it just people taking advantage at the local level of their uniform or of their allegiance? Or is there any evidence that it's institutionalized that goes all the way to the top, which is how they contest elections? And Even not that it's so pervasive, I can't believe that the top guys don't know. And Mamta herself had said in a rally, she had urged her workers in 2019 publicly, she said that, please give back cut money. Give back the money that you've taken from the poor. Hmm, okay, so she's <laughs> clearly aware of it. Hmm. So she knows it, but of course people feel that okay, Mamta is workers not But I mean, most people said it's TMC workers to us. And people are very scared, yeah? So we couldn't get many people on video telling this to us or told us like, don't put our face or don't name us. But very clearly people said that TMC mangta left bhi mangta tha, lekin left ke time mein, Thoda regimented tha. What another issue that people have is that like three TMC workers at different time will come and ask you. Huh. And the second thing is that work would not get done. So okay, we've given the bribe, but many people didn't get their houses. Right. But women, uh, so this is one aspect I thought that people were upset with Mamda about. Uh, second was, I think uh, she does, she's pretty popular among women. That is a fact. I met many, many women who are uh, very happy with the schemes that she's um, implemented and also I you know most rallies when you attend in other states it's a very male affair hmm. and you feel a bit weird going on to these rallies also because there's just so many men there uh, here I've seen equal number of men and women so it's it's very nice to see that um, in terms of BJP uh, there is no face that BJP has and BJP workers are going everywhere asking votes in the name of Modi that's very clear hmm. and um, one thing I noticed among every uh, BPL family that I met Everyone got 1500 rupees during the lockdown here in their right. account. Hmm. Not a single person I met said they didn't get it. And that's created a lot of goodwill among people because lockdown was a hard time for them and they felt that the Modi government came through for them. Right. So there is a lot of goodwill for the government because of that. I think it'll be interesting to see whether this reached all states. So this was targeted in election states. I think that yeah, would be, be an interesting actually study to do that election states versus other states and audit of this entire BPL accounts that 500 rupees a month was to be sent to. And now when and there's a lot of, um, I mean, I didn't meet anyone who's averse to the idea of Modi per se. Huh? People do feel that maybe development hoga and, you know, he's done good. Unnati, they say a lot. Uh, so that, that kind of sense is there. But what about this? The BJP, which in my view is their primary narrative of the Hindu identity, is that a thing there? Because the Bengali identity is a big thing. I mean, I've throughout yeah. my life been bored to death by Bengalis in my life, from my school teachers to my music teacher, to creative directors when I used to make ads telling me how Bengal 
is the is india and nothing the other way around on culture the, the bengali identity is a big thing but is is hindu identity also a big thing or is is durga definitely bigger than ram and will always be from parts that i've gone to and these are also areas where bjp has made strong inroads and rss has worked for a very long time people don't see a like a hindu identity is not an antithesis to bengali identity Hmm. so for example and and remember like this is the partition state which has gone through a lot of bloodshed hmm. uh, there is a sense among people and then after partition there was the bangladesh war and bangladesh was formed and refugees from bangladesh then came here because they were ill treated minorities i mean bangladesh essentially failed most of its minorities and a lot of hindus came from there so there's a lot of uh, stories also from that time how they were persecuted how they came here so uh, there is a sense among a lot of people that a uh, partition happened muslims got a bangladesh where hindus were not allowed to really live and they came back so what's wrong with a with a west bengal that is bengal that is a home land for bengali hindus and uh, rss hindu samhati's works rss work here the jayshri ram is kind of subtle in fact i spent like 3 hours at an rss school yesterday i'll be writing that story soon so this the jayshri ram bit is pretty subtle like they they'll put a picture of ram somewhere whatever but the big icons are vivekanand uh, you know even tagore subhash chandra so the big icons are bengali and also in west bengal uh, three districts murshidabad malda and uttar uh, dinajpur have a majority muslim population or almost equal number of muslims and equal number of hindus living together these are districts also that have seen a lot of rioting over the past few years uh, especially since the bjp came to power and especially around 2016 um, i mean people say that this has been the strategy of the right wing to engineer riots and polarize votes but uh, what has happened in these riots is that the police has been late to come to the spot to quell violence um, in many cases they've taken a day almost to come and uh, make sure that things are back to normal as is the case in most riots i guess but in this situation what happens is that because there's an equal number of population from both sides both sides have been aggressors with each other so hindus have also gone and burned homes muslims will also come and you know retaliate and in such a situation what the hindus then feel that uh, is that uh, when you see the local administration fail and when you see your house get burnt or whatever so then there's this feeling that why should we need to take this in in west bengal which which is supposed to be you know a natural place for hindus and uh, there's also the feeling that um, since the administration has failed us uh, rss guys or hindu samajwadi guys or the vhp guys are are kind of local saviors so to ensure that manisha and meghnath's car doesn't run out of fuel a car that has been provided by a subscriber thank you so much do contribute to nl sena project and also just ensure that our wonderful aditya and nidhi don't run out of fuel at their end in kerala so go to newsrun.com pay to keep news free or contribute to nl sena project now let me just put a little context to this i think what's clear and no, i'm not just talking about the government and this may also be a little unkind to people who support the bjp but i've noticed that people who support the bjp are willing to really like go to like sambit patra levels to justify stuff because you don't have to right you're not a party spokesperson you can abandon you don't it's not like you're tied to that like even if you support you can say yeah, you th- can say this, fuck this it, one is care. just like so i've seen them now if the bjp had to show some sort of they wanted to show their chops their democratic chops what is happening in myanmar is fucking insane 
I mean, yesterday a seven-year-old child, child was killed. Was yeah. killed. And this is the twentieth or the twenty-second child who's been killed in in Myanmar. Yes. The way the generals and they are still blaming the civil society and protesters yes. for these deaths. We are right. We are. I mean, we border them. Yeah. There are some people in Manipur who police the police personnel who said we cannot do what this government is asking us to do, but they can't leave. Right. They're deserters or whatever. So they've crossed into Mizoram. uh and hopefully we'll be getting something from there so because there's a camera crew who had gone there to shoot a documentary oh. so they called me up can we give you something yes 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 i said you are documentary filmmaker raman sir is a journalist so if it passes journalistic filters then sure we'll carry oh, it please so now that is what's happening in our backyard now if you have pretensions of being a regional leader you have to speak about something like this the fact that there has been such a meek acknowledgement that this is happening in our backyard mm-hmm. because even if and i would you know put a wager on this that if in an alternative reality when manmohan singh sorry manmohan singh bol raha hu he actually used to give more press conferences then uh, mr modi were to address a press conference and said what do you think is happening in myanmar it would be a very flim flam response because that is their model they can yeah. see themselves doing it mm-hmm. and when you ask a bjp supporter right because why why do you think the bjp supporters were so reluctant to condemn trump because You see, this, yeah. the, it's it's very hard to condemn them, and then you say, "But boss, ये तो same है." So yeah. they'd always hedge. That is the basic governance ideal of the BJP, which is why, I mean, you ask them, "Sri Lanka में ये हो रहा है, वहाँ वो अभी तो नहीं हो रहा ना? हुआ था. अभी बताओ जो यहाँ हो रहा है. आपने बोला है कुछ? जयशंकर जो पट पटा पट पट पटा पट फर्राटे दार इंग्लिश और सर्राटे दार हिंदी बोलता है. पता नहीं आया शायद पास करके यही झंड करना था क्या वाटर वेस्ट ऑफ लाइफ बोला है कुछ बट दैट्स द थिंग नो हाउ कैन डू दे डू दैट लाइक विद एनी बिट ऑफ क्रेडिबिलिटी व्हेन दे हैव बीन डूइंग लाइक यू सेड दे किल्ड 7 ईयर ओल्ड चिल्ड्रन देयर राइट इंडियन स्टेट हैज बीन डूइंग द सेम इन कश्मीर किलिंग चिल्ड्रन ब्लाइंडिंग देम पीपल लाइक विदाउट एनी अकाउंटेबिलिटी सो व्हाट मोरल राइट डू दे हैव टू स्पीक अबाउट like Myanmar without coming across as hypocrites which they are overall though it's really a sad situation i mean yeah. at at, at this sad. moment india is really a moral catastrophe so thank you all so much for your good wishes uh, it would be great those of you who are consuming news laundry for free move who i lovingly call mufat khors mufat khors it wouldn't hurt if you are earning and you're earning enough to for 300 rupees a month to subscribe and pay to keep news free because the deterioration in governance and the deterioration in the free independent press go hand in hand so you can stem one by supporting the other so if you are a minister or a bureaucrat or a cop listening to this you can do your job better if you're none of those you can subscribe to news laundry all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you Goodbye. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.